Hello everybody, this is Will Turner, fitness, health, wellness, lifestyle consultant, vlogger, and humanitarian at Living Well with Will. I just wanted to say hello and to check in to make sure that you are all well and taking care of yourselves in mind, body, and spirit. Living Well with Will is a digital, visual, audio, and social media platform to provide you out there with thought-provoking and meaningful content to influence the way you think, look, feel, socially interact, give, and live. And thank you all for joining me today on the Living Well with Will podcast, where I am here with my good friend, Candice. And today she's going to join us and she's going to be my lovely co-host. And today's topic is about... Service. Service to others. And the power of service to us. And purpose, right? So last week, as we started the podcast, we were talking about a number of different topics. And one of those was overcoming PTSD and depression. And then I had my good friend Eric on who had just come back from Vietnam and his world exploration and how that changed his life. And today we're going to talk about the power of purpose and the power of service to others. And I'm going to let my lovely friend Candice introduce herself and she's going to tell you guys who she is, how we met, and what she does. All right. Um, well, uh, hello everyone. My name is Candice, um, friend and, and family of choice of, of Will Turner and several others here in uh, Dallas. Florida, wherever you name it, uh, I adopt family and I get adopted, uh, which is a beautiful thing. Um, By day, I am uh, responsible for community outreach at a local um, health institution here in the Dallas area. Um, Speaking of service to others. (laughs) By life, uh, I am a community volunteer, uh, Dallas native, um, but also just, uh, I would say a humanitarian and a person who just... Um, really wants to um, see the best and be the best that I can be while in service with others. Thank you. <laughs> it's just so funny. So Candace, how we met, actually, I oh, want to tell yes. you a little bit about Candace and um, the evolution of our friendship. She's really downplaying like who she is and what she does. And the nature of our friendship and our relationship and um, her being my spiritual guru and sensei and guide and kind of (laughs) keeping my head grounded or keeping me grounded just spiritually and just being self-aware of the things that I do to help people in the community and Candace is the same. She is one of those individuals who goes above and beyond to make sure that she is living out her purpose and you know, her calling is to be of service to others. And we'll talk more about that in detail as we get into the conversation. But the nature of living well with Will evolved just by having these conversations with my friends and um, realizing that there was a platform for them that could be used to a more productive, healthy, meaningful capacity and also providing the service to the community. But now you hear it. And soon you'll be able to see it on the livingwellwithwill.com platform and all of the social media platforms as well. So it kind of, COVID-19 has (laughs) kind of created this different dynamic in how we interact with each other. And it kind of, 
evolved as we're speaking about purpose, right? So thinking of creative, new, innovative ways mm-hmm. in order for us to connect, connect right? Mm-hmm. And that's Definitely. how we have been. And I, I am grateful of that. COVID-19 is one of those unfortunate situations that has caused us to rethink Mm-hmm. how we socially interact mm-hmm. with one another, relationships. right? Oh, and yes. relationships and forcing us to pay attention to investing the energy in the right types of people. And me and Candace talks about that all the time. And we'll probably jump all over the place <laughs> in that regard. Because again, I'm not a scripted person as one of my friends mentioned to me, but I thought that this would be one of the topics that would be essentially important or speaks to both of us as it relates to service because that's one of the things that we share as brothers and sisters and um, addressing that topic in more depth and detail. So when you think about service to others or purpose, let's talk about purpose, right? When you hear that word, what do you think of? I'm curious. I want to know. What's up with that? <laughs> What's up with that? Um, <laughs> I feel that my purpose is tied to vocation. Um, as far And I feel that I have, um, and that's just my spiritual vocation, but also, you know, being here is, is purposeful because I have an assignment. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, I think about... And by the, assignment, what do you mean? I, I feel that, you know, I feel that I have been... Um, you know, uh, I guess how do you know how do I say this to where people will not be automatically withdrawn? I feel like we get um, appointed or anointed with certain assignments. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, can you can speak the well, truth you know, and be transparent we're, we're, about we're that. We're getting here. Um, yeah, because we talk about so, that anointing, and not all people will understand that, but we do because right. that's that's something that's more spiritually rooted. It's not surface level. Correct. Right. It took clarify what Correct. you mean absolutely and, of course be transparent um, and so I mean I think about I mean when I think about purpose I think about you know the path that my family has has led me to I think about you know my ancestors I think about all those who didn't make it all of those who you know who may have bowed their heads so I can make it right here mm-hmm. um, and so what is it that I'm supposed to do with my time while I'm here mm-hmm. and so for me purpose is acknowledging the fact that my time is limited yes but, you know but it's also about within that time what is it that I am I am leaving or supporting mm-hmm. or pushing forward yeah. Um, yeah and so for for the next generation that'd be either if I have kids or if I have you know, with my cousins or my nephew, what is, or even my sister, you know, what does it look like? What message am I leaving behind for them to carry forward within their own lives as well? Yeah, and it's like one of those things for me, like I've always known, and we talk about this all the time in the show, and I'll probably mention it over and over again, just how much I absolutely love and adore my friends and my family and the individuals that have gone and fallen away and particularly the ones that have stayed um they have shaped my life in such a way in allowing me to be who i am and to be transparent about that and to share my experience because we all have these crazy tumultuous aspects of our lives that really have shaped us definitely and for me my experience pales in comparison to most as traumatic as I perceived it to be in my head, but realizing that was the point. That was the purpose. That's what your experience. And that was my experience that brought me here and why I 
feel empowered to be of service to others because there were individuals in my life who did the same thing and yeah. it's one of those things where you pay it forward mm-hmm. and that legacy of carrying it on this is not something that you can go to school for no. you know it's something that's deeply rooted in you from the beginning right and that's shaped by the people in your life so I do want to thank you so much for that because when you came into my life it was meant to be. There was a purpose, right? And we're still here and we're sharing this topic and talking about the power of purpose and the beauty of service to others or the power of service to others because that's helped me in so many ways. But I also think that purpose is about, is understanding that it's not tied to you. Yes. Your purpose is not not for you. Not by any means. Um, Your purpose is for everybody else, Mm. you know, that that comes into your sphere or the others that you may influence unbeknownst to you. Mm -hmm. Um, If anything, I've learned that you'll always have somebody who's watching. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, sometimes you'll know that maybe somebody's watching. But most times, there are so many people that you won't know that are watching or, or that are that are looking at you because they you know for whatever reason they may think that that you know we have it together or that that you know that something that we've done or that we've gone through can help and benefit them and so but I think purpose is understanding that it's 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 never about you as the individual but it's ever, a, it's, ever, it's ever. a collective yeah. um, you yeah. know and, and how we all lean on one another you know to even live out our own purpose. Yeah, and it's that selflessness, selflessness and that acknowledgement and awareness that it's never about you or me. Because there are people who feel this sense of, I don't know, immediate gratification that's about them and they're doing something special. And even it goes back to me when I was a chairman of a board of a not-for-profit here and doing the work. Mm-hmm. There were people who were doing the work like myself, but then there were others who were making appearances, if right. that makes sense. But, right? I mean, but that's the difference between being, you know, having a transaction and being transformational. Mm. Um, but that's also, mm. the thing about it is, is it going to be just you doing that one transaction? But then what, what, is it, what is it that's going to be able to sustain the work moving forward? Um, so like, you know, again, I mean, we are, our lives are not promised for at um, X amount of days to Correct. us. And, you know, I don't know too many people know exactly when, when their time when their is going to come to Yeah, It could you be know, today, it could, it could be, be today, tomorrow, it then, could be 10 but, years from now. But then, you know, but then, so like, so with whatever it is that you do today or you accomplish today, how is it going to be able to live into tomorrow? Mm, mm, and what legacy do you leave behind from that genuine effort or Correct. that initiative? And it's so funny that you say that because I do have to recap because I had talked to my friend um, Eric and he came back from Vietnam and he had mentioned this analogy of the bee and the flower. Okay. And how the bee gives to the flower and helps it to grow and how the flower gives back to the bee in order to nourish it. And that was so profound when he said that to me. I never even thought about that because it's this natural exchange of reciprocity that takes place. And sometimes when we do things for other people, and I'm guilty of this in the sense that I expect in essence that if I do something for someone, it's a given. I don't expect it back. That's mm-hmm. an exchange. And my therapist said something so profound to me. She's like, Will, why do you go out of your way to help so many people and provide for so many people. And I couldn't answer that question because I was 
wanting something in exchange, but I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, Will, when you give a gift, you give it. You don't expect the same gift back. Right. And when she said that to me, it reminded me of what I was expecting. I was expecting someone to give me the same beautiful gift that I had given them wrapped in the same box, in the same bow. That's not realistic, no. you know? No. And when you give something, you genuinely give it. And that's what being of service to others is because there is an intrinsic gift of joy that is returned to us yeah. in some ways at some point. It yeah. doesn't have to be immediate. It doesn't have to be the same. So I always think about that analogy when my friend had brought up the bee and the flower. It's but- but, but when you mention about the bee and the flower, it, I guess mm-hmm. in two things. So when I think about the bee and the flower, yeah. it's a natural relationship. Mm-hmm. It's also, um, you know, it, it, but it also expresses the interdependency of both of them. Mm-hmm. So it's not a codependency. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's not like where the bee is saying, oh, give me, give me, give me, give me. Yeah. But it's, you know, but it's it's a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And, it's you know, organic so, in exactly, nature. Exactly, it's organic in nature, but there's a give and take. There's, you know, both parties are, are coming to the table. In order for uh, them to thrive. Exactly. And, and exist. But also, so I don't, you know, I don't necessarily ascribe to saying, you know, um, you know, being in service for others. I look at it as being in service with. Ah, and so, so then glad it, you said that. And, and when I say that, it's because it's the, it's the value of the relationship on the other side because we, because we are in a, in a uh, interdependent relationship mm. and, you know, where there's, you know, needs are being met on both on both sides so you know but I mean but and because although that you know that individual that family or that person would have may not be able to re- reciprocate that same thing to me Equally. there's somebody else somewhere else who's able who's giving me something that, that we may I or need. may not know right at that time exactly and so then that's you know again that's the interdependency of the relationship and so it doesn't have to come exactly in in the relationship that's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but think about like what you know what the earth yields to us mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. regards to food. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's you know, like that's you know, and or when we actually put our hands in the soil or we work the soil, like that's you know, like there's there's that whole reciprocity piece. Right, right. That, you know that there are you know the fact that you have you know a person who may you know work the land and then you know then the food you know. The, we think that things suddenly get to our tables. No, there's, you know, a, but, I mean, there's, there's a planting there's a and a harvest and a process that has Correct. to take place in order for that Correct. to happen, right? Correct. There's a uh, there's a relationship that that has to be to value to be valued, and I think sometimes we neglect to to understand the value of those relationships where we don't think that the other person has the um, you know we don't we don't give the same amount of meaning mm-hmm. to what it is that they bring mm-hmm. not realizing that you know that may be all that they have to bring at that particular time at, at and that's so time. funny because it goes back to the conversation that I had with you about a friend of mine and his birthday and realizing <laughs> that and we laugh about this because I'm so emotional about it it's so it's funny whose birthday was it, it was not my birthday okay by no means and I just thought that everyone should have it was not my birthday but thinking in (laughs) essence there should have been some greater service to him and some greater reciprocity or appreciation but the word you said it should should right and again (laughs) we go back to that thing not my birthday not your birthday right in interpreting it so i talk about that because now i'm realizing and i've always realized it's like we have to be careful and what our expectation is in relationship to that service right correct because sometimes there's a difference between 
that genuine service and then the expectation. Correct. The expectation overtakes the service in the sense of what we think should uh-huh. be and when you presented. Do, and then when you don't get it the way that you want it, then what? Oh, I was really pissed. Uh, like, right, honestly, I was sour. so irritated <laughs> and I was such a jerk in ways that I would never be at all. But as, I'm, as if it were your birthday. As if it was my birthday. That's the other thing that you say because I was just like, I had all this big grand thing, the plan. It was like, well, so-and-so's birthday was fantastic the day before, X, Y, and Z. They're probably going to hear this, but that's okay. I won't say any names. But then I thought, well, he should have a birthday too. Let's surprise him. And again, remembering, knowing your demographic, he is not that type of person. Right. Like he really is. It doesn't have to be a big deal. But in my head, I was thinking, we're going to have a surprise birthday. He doesn't need to know. It doesn't matter what he feels like. I'm going to go and I'm going to get a cake. I'm going to get balloons. But the universe has its way of intervening in that process. None of that took place. They weren't. And helping you get somewhere and sit still. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got there and the whole process taking place, as we're talking about service to others, I thought in my head that I was acknowledging him and being of service to him to show my appreciation for his friendship and his birthday and him being brought into my life. That's why I was irritated. See, now it's coming out. (laughs) I was so irritated because nothing took place the way I envisioned it in my head. So I couldn't be of service to him the way that I thought it should have been. They, the person at the counter was not there to put the helium in the balloons. The bakery was closed. I had got up that morning. I rushed through my church sermon with the youth group, like all of these things that had taken place. And now I know I was so irritated because it didn't manifest itself the way that I thought it should have Mm -hmm. in my service to him. So I was really, really, but it's like you said, not your party. Not my party. <laughs> but, you know, but yeah. then you also get to choose to honor him in a different way at a different time. Right. And yeah. that within itself is just being the good friend to him that I know that I am, that he knows I am, and that he appreciates and just letting it be that, right? Yes. And that bothered me to no end. So thank you for helping me clarify that. I did apologize because I was not not myself at all. Were you hangry? I was not hangry. I was angry. <laughs> I was so irritated. I spoke to no one. Oh, bitter, bitter party of one. <laughs> bitter party right? of one. But again, acknowledging our flaws because yes. it goes back to that thing where you said like none self-aware. of us are perfect yeah. and being self-aware about that. And I think that that was the other thing that bothered me as well because they never saw me like that. So then there was this air of, oh, now I have to apologize to save face. No, you don't because they know you. And they're your friends, so they get it. Right. We, we ain't gonna, we're not going to charge you. Right. You know, fortunately <laughs> in this case, and this is the beauty of having good friends, because if that were me and that probably happened, I'm, I'm not talking to you for a couple of days. Right. But we learn as we grow. Yes. It's that spiritual growth. Yes. And realizing that that service is coming from a genuine place. It's not about us. Correct. Right? And that was the purpose of all of those other things that have taken place to help me realize that. But I was irritated. Right. Because it didn't happen the but, way that I but thought I, it But should. I love that you kept having reminders that it wasn't about you. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. And I think that that was a part that irritated me even more as well. Because it wasn't about me. It was his birthday. He can have whatever he wants to have. Exactly. And it's not for me to dictate or decide on what it was going to be like. 
because he probably didn't and if I had shown up there and what if he didn't want me to have it and didn't show me the that appreciation, appreciation. exactly they, they then, can be doubly <laughs> so let's speak the truth about that yeah. but I'll, I'll shut up and I'll stop talking but yeah, yeah that goes back to that so then we 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 um We've talked about this number of number of times, and me and Candace and most of my friends, as you guys all know, we have these candid, transparent conversations. We know each other very well. We call each other to the red table, if you will, when that time <laughs> is always coming, and that's no reference to anyone in particular, but um, that's what you need to do, because yeah. if we're going to be of service to others, there's power in that, and yeah. that power has nothing to do with us. Yeah, but it's also about, you know, I think the beauty of a relationship, if you have a relationship, is being able to come to said table and being, you know, one's true authentic self. Mm-hmm. So then you're not having to, you know, hide yourself or right. or put that aside or, um, or just, you know, or just having to be in denial of who you are. Right, but right, also right. I think it's it's the valuing of the fact that hey we all come to the table with our own baggage our mm. own stuff being transparent own, about that you know our own things excuse me that have impacted our lives mm-hmm. um, and being uh, and being able to be okay with that you know yeah. and that's you know going back to like earlier when you were talking about like um, like the um, the things that make us who we are, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the, those yeah. those I talk life, about that all the time. those life events, that's traumatic, good, or good those, or those bad. good or bad events mm-hmm. that give us shape mm-hmm. to who we are and how we operate in the world today. Um, you know, those are the things that I think are going to be that are necessary if you're going to be in relationship to be able to say, you know, there were some things that they were not grand. Mm. Or there were some things, you know, that were hurtful or, you know, but even taking that time. Or what I expected to be or right. should have been. Right. But I mean, you know, but those things come from somewhere. But I mean, mm-hmm. but to be able to take the time to to self-reflect and to be able, you know, to say, you know what? Okay. How could I have, how could I have done this differently? Or, how, or, or, or <laughs> What or, I should have <laughs> not done. Or just thinking about like, you know, just the reflection of, of what is a different perspective that mm. I, can, I can look on this. This is or, why I have you guys because you yeah. guys helped me put those things in perspective because I mean, otherwise I would have no friends because oh. <laughs> I would have written you all off a long time ago because nobody can meet my expectations. Right. This is how it should be. It's either going to be this way or no way. Or no yeah, way. honey, you'd be, you'd be sitting in the hole by yourself <laughs> rocking back and forth. And, this is why know, I have amazing, amazing, great friends because thumbs. they keep me grounded in that way. Yes. And we keep each other grounded yes. in that way because we know that in comparison to most people now, we will say this, a greater sense of purpose mm-hmm. and a greater sense of worth and value. And that's that spiritual grounding and rootedness that we're in tune to. Not everyone has that. We talked about yeah, that before as well. Not everyone has it, but I think yeah. also, like, who is it that you are with that pours into you? Mm, you we know, talked about then, that on the show as also, well, pouring into others that pour into us, yes. right? Or pouring into you, But I mean, you, but, you know, right? but I mean, but it, it's, it's the, it's the point. I mean, so think about, like, life mentors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or people who come into our, our, our life path for whatever reason, we don't necessarily know why they're there, mm-hmm. but we know that they're there and they serve a great purpose for our path moving forward. And that could you be know? temporary or long exactly. term or Reason just for the season. A lifetime. Exactly. We talked about that on the you know? show as well. But I mean, but it's, but it's, you know, like who is, you know, so a number of people may or may not have people pouring into them or you have to think, or you also have to check your friend circle. Mm. So, you talked know, about with, that also. Within, within your friend circle, you know, who are the people who are, 
who are supporting you, who are speaking life into you, who are being of who, service who, to you, who are being of service, mm-hmm. who are being a listening ear, who are um, who are present with you, you know, when you when you're going through some stuff, who mm-hmm. who you could actually truly vent to. Child, you know, I you talk to you. With. I talk to you all the time. You know, but I mean, yeah. and those, I think those are the things that that really matter. Those, you know, and if you don't have that, or if you haven't checked your circle or checked yourself you know mm-hmm. or even even the even the messaging that we give to ourselves about our experiences or about who we are in in our day-to-day or matters. sometimes not even real in some cases and we make up these scenarios in our head and when you talk about checking ourselves mm-hmm. and who's in our circle that's very very true and that's been so painful for me over the course of the past few months in having to self-reflect mm-hmm. on being real and honest about that because I'm you all know that I love and adore my friends and my family but at the end of the day what does that service look like and is that service to me important or is that service to me helping nurture me and allowing me to grow, right? right? Because sometimes we can be a limitation to ourselves not realizing that the person that comes into our lives is not meant forever. Correct. It's just temporary. Just, just, for, right? just for their now. <laughs> and that's not to say that there won't be this sense of loss, but acknowledging the fact that there is power in that purpose mm-hmm. in their service to you or vice versa. But that's also the thing about it, it's a lesson. It's a lesson, right? And so, but being able to right. reflect and wow. say, okay, what was the, what was the lesson in that for me? Mm. Or what was the lesson that I was, you know, because I mean, we're also, I think everybody can be your teacher. I mean, sure. you know, so if I, we I feel, allow them I feel to like be. we all have the, you know, I feel like in every relationship, you know, you have the teacher and the student, but also I think, that, you know, people switch roles. Yes, yes. You know, and so I think, you know, but you have to, and you did say the word of, of allowing, but you know, but you have to be open, mm. open to learning. But also, I think there's a, you have to be open, to, you know, like when there's something that you know, I feel like you, you have an obligation to teach others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In an organic, meaningful, In a way. genuine yes. way. And it's so funny because I have such different relationships with all of you, but the common theme is that communication. Uh-huh. It's that reciprocity, and it's not always equal, but it's that acknowledgement in essence of me knowing like when you're not well I always know because you know that personality you have to mm-hmm. know your demographics it's kind of like my friends knew they were like this is not good I was I just said nothing to no one <laughs> and the energy in the room was so intense even to me yeah. and I was just like but I couldn't undo it yeah, right? because I was being there. my authentic self yep. and again talking about the circle of people that are in your life who understand that where it's not about them it's like okay this is all him. He's having a moment. He's having a moment. Let him do whatever he needs to. And we'll wait until later. And I'll message him. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's what that reciprocity is and that service to others. Because if that didn't happen, then guess what else would have happened? Honey, just a hot mess. Total turmoil and chaos. But in my head, because I was thinking of all the things that should have happened. Yeah. And how they should have conducted themselves. Not my business. Right. Not my party. Not your party. Not your responsibility. But having that communication yes. piece and knowing how to do that in a constructive way of allowing them to be of service to me to say, okay, we understood that you were upset. This was not normal. And it wasn't even that it was normal. It was just like, 
this is not typical of you. So something has to be up, but it has nothing to do with us. Yeah. And I mean, but think about it. So how quickly it is, it's easy to, to turn it inward, you know, mm. to take it personally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rather than saying, you know what, he's just having a moment or she's just having a moment or that's just what that is. But nonetheless, it's about it's about love at yeah. the end of the day. It's, it's really about love. Yeah. And that's that genuine, genuine part of service to others where that is essentially important. It's that love and compassion to be of service to others in a way to fulfill our purpose, even though some of us may or may not know what that is and we interact with each other in different ways, but also being mindful of the fact that you came into my life for a reason. Definitely. And I remember when I met you actually at church, it was like, (laughs) who is this pretty spiritual being? Like, it was just like a halo was over oh, your head oh, and a light no, uh, shine no, no, shone no, down. No. And I was like, oh my God, the lies this you is tell. my angel. The manipulation no, of reality. Tr- no, because I've had this conversation with other individuals, our brother, who said <laughs> the same thing. But but I and we joke about this, but in essence, it goes back to that spiritual connection because you don't have that with everyone in that circle of friends. So when we talk about service to others, it took something just like that moment or that purpose for us to meet yeah because that didn't happen until a year after where we started to talk to each other and hanging out and now we're the best of friends it's like she's my sister and we have a group of us who are like a surrogate family yeah there is no situation too great that will break us Mm -hmm. and don't mess with our people we're 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 patient christians but (laughs) But at the end of the day, it goes back to that thing and being transparent about that and honest because when I was irritated that day, that was they had never seen me like that. Because, yeah. And it wasn't that I was hiding it. That's just what happens when you're around people that you love and but, care I mean, but, for, I mean, but right? also think about this. So, well, like there's there's energy. Mm. You know, and if, you, if, if we are attuned to the energy in a space or attuned to the energy in our friends, then then we can... We get, we're able to pick up on those things. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and now we have a choice of whether we acknowledge mm. the energy, wow. you know, or we just let it just do what it does and let it pass by gas. Or do we say, you know what? No, something was something was a foul here. We don't know what it was. We don't know what it was. But, However, something was off. But Karen, you got acting cuckoo today. <laughs> you know, something wrong with Karen. I'm gonna need you to get you. I'm gonna need you to eat. You know, <laughs> your blood you, sugar is uh, low. Are, are you dehydrated? You know, what yeah, is right. it? Right. But, but I mean, but you know, but it's those things. It's like, yeah. you know, and I think you know, like when we're talking about being in service with others, it's about that care that's extended. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. so are we extending that care? Yeah. You know, like yeah. when we notice that something is going on with our friends or with our neighbor, mm-hmm. or if, you or know, just or, anyone or, or with, who is you know, in need broader, of some way, spiritually, right. or financially, I mean, or socially. But, but I'm talking about like within the broader community, like yeah. like us as a country. If we know, like you know, or even all of creation, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know, like if you had a dog or a cat, like if we know that something is not doing well. I mean, it's that extension of care. Yeah, we won't be having any animals because I'm mean, too I know, selfish for that. I know I you have, won't be I'm having animals, busy. but I'm just, I'm just saying. But if you did have a dog okay, or a cat or a bird or whatever, yeah, you goldfish, know, or, or you know, goldfish, turtle. turtle. I had a turtle. Or <laughs> I miss my turtle. We'll talk about the turtle later. She's feeling a little. Or a guinea pig, whatever it is. <laughs> but if we know that something is not doing well, are you, you know, like. You are we, can are sense we, it. Exactly. We know, like, when our, our dogs are not feeling well, and they'll, they'll, they'll look at you in a certain way, mm. you know. But also, animals are attuned to us, you know, mm-hmm. where they know that when, when we're not doing well. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you know, it's, it's that care that we give. Wow, wow. 
and this is so off the plan and oh, thinking about bad. that. No, no, no. In the sense that what you're saying speaks to me because we're talking about service again. And I remember mm-hmm. this when my mom passed away. I was 12, right? Ugh, this is going to be emotional. But I realized that service because she's, I've never seen her ill. She was terminally ill, but I never saw her unwell until the day she took her last breath and I didn't see it. Yeah. Because she knew that I wasn't ready. And I remember her saying to me, and she was laying on her hospital bed. She was like, I'll be fine, honey. I'll be home in a little while. She never came home. And it was that service that she was providing for me, for me not to see her in that state of expiration, if you will. Uh-huh. She didn't want you to worry. Because I would have been devastated, ten times more devastated and traumatized, you know, and that's affected me in such a way. And not that it's about me, but I think that that's why I'm so determined in that nurturing and mm-hmm. that seed that she planted. She's always been that way. I come from a long line of nurturers. Every woman in my family, including yourself and all of my female friends that I'm really close to, in essence, and I would say that that's a female thing for women to be nurturing. That's the only thing that I've known. Right? Yeah. So when I'm that that's way... That's what you've experienced. Yeah. That's what I've experienced. So I don't know any different way. But, you, but I think you also... You know, I think there's something to be said about that. You also kind of, kind of, you know, you probably lean into attracting mm. that kind of energy Correct. as well. Correct. You know, and wanting and wanting to surround yourself with that kind of energy because I'm sure you probably met some women who were not so nurturing. And you were like, okay, baby, you can stay over there, right? You know, or our of friend, course. or our friendship is gonna, you know, this is gonna be the extension Correct. of our friendship. Correct. But then, like the people I'm actually gonna have a rooted relationship with, you know have these kinds of characteristics. Yep, yep. And it's um, gravitating you know. towards those people like yeah. ourselves who are in tune to that service to others. Yeah. And I have lots of friends that are like that in their lives in general. And mm-hmm. just and, and that also comes from the their upbringing and their childhood trauma mm-hmm. as well. And we talk about all those things. And it's, it's, it's a combination of those things that shape us in wanting or compelling us to be this way right Right. that comes from some place it it comes from some place but also i think it you know it's it's the um i mean on some on some level i think that we as people recognize the the woundedness in others Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we've been Uh, wounded or we're wounded you know i mean if it it, you know but the thing about it is if we are I mean, because you can have people who who are wounded who would go about wounding others or harming others, mm-hmm. but then you have people who are who are wounded and they're and they seek to reduce the harm that others experience, or even to mask their own trauma. And just speaking for myself and uh-huh. thinking about that okay. by being All of right. service to others on, because it's that because it's that transparency. And I do and, and when make this no mistake beautiful. about it. I'm all for therapy and I'm all for receiving supports and services in my wellness team at able to has been an amazing amazing support to me and i'm in my 40s now and coming to that realization of being that transparent and vulnerable and vulnerable that is beautiful some people see that as weakness it is not no i promise you but we also have to be careful in who we bestow that onto because Mm -hmm. it goes back to that service to others and individuals who might receive it in a way that they think it's about them right and that's very dangerous and just acknowledging that and being transparent because if we don't do that we can't do that with ourselves we can't be of service to other people because we're not 
of right. service to our, ourselves. So right. we have to nurture our own service to ourselves in order to be of service yeah, to but others. I mean, but that goes to the whole thing, know? the whole notion of self-care, self-love. Mm. And self-care and self-love, those are radical. I mean, you know, self-care is a radical act of self-love. Yes. And, um, you know, and, and these, it, you know, but also it's, I think about, you know, I think there are several things, I've, uh, you know, for me it's like they come to, like these are these are acts of resistance against mm-hmm. you know whatever is the norm on the outside mm. you know so if if, it, if we're expected to be all tough or whatever you know like what are the ways in which we can resist that and be our true mm-hmm. vulnerable selves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know because it wasn't too long ago I had had a, a conversation um, you know at work oh boy <laughs> and it was I'm curious to know what was up with <laughs> I, that I I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going into great detail <laughs> but I mean but basically where it was you know it was I was um I was not praised because I have a big heart. It was it was said that you know you have a big heart, but it was in a way where it wasn't a compliment necessarily. It was kind of backhanded. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, whereas you know, like to have this, you know, to have this, you know, you know, strong mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, and I get, I understand like the need to have a strong mindset to be, you know, um, focused on you know, on business. The and task dollars. at hand. Right, but at the same time, I think you need both. Right. I think you need both skills, or, or, or and very rarely, you know, you, you, do you have people who have both of those skills? Because, but I think you need both of those individuals mm-hmm. because then they they're able to play off of one another and support one another. But you know, but I think so often, and we live in a world where we're expecting people to kind of be fit into um, one category. Yeah, to fit into a category, but also to be just blunt or or um, limited in, in, in who they, they can possibly be. As Not far as their personalities right. and their feelings and the way they think. And right. But I mean, but I think all of those things matter. Oh, yeah. All of those. Yeah, you know, they go because, hand in hand. Because those are the things that actually make you of of purpose. Those are the things that actually, you know. Allow you um, to be of service. Allow to you to others. be of service. But also those, are, I mean, there are certain skills. You know, like emotional intelligence, you can't mm, you can't on buy it. that. You cannot. Um, you, you know, cannot. like there are, there are certain gifts that people have, mm, and you know, I think there's there's a need the to honor well. and and respect people's giftedness, whatever that looks like. And not only that, Candice, in acknowledging and affirming it to some degree, because for me, I think that you have to know your demographic. Yes. You have to know their love language. I know all of my friends' love language, as diverse as you are. But that's probably why I'm emotionally batshit crazy because I'm trying to adjust to everyone else and not my own. But I do it because that's what I genuinely care. I absolutely care about what my friends think, what they feel to the point where it's detrimental to me and internalizing and going back to my friend. That's not your problem. It's not your party. Why? You know, but why do that to yourself in essence? But again, I think that it's so important, whether it's your loved one, it's your spouse, your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your uncle, whoever it is that comes into your life, you have to be able to be open, transparent, and vulnerable to meet them where they're at and understanding what their language is, Mm -hmm. right? But also understanding that you may get hurt in the process. Absolutely, and being okay with that and realizing that it's not about you. Right. It has nothing to do with you. I'm still working on that, by the way. I'm just having this clarification from my sensei (laughs) and my spiritual guy because it's a work in progress. I'm I'm working on it too. (laughs) And we all are, and we laugh because for us, people, and again, people look at us and they think, they're so together. When I come home and the door closed, if I get inside my head for two seconds, 
It's never good. That's what I know. It's never good. But I mean, but the thing about it is like, okay, you know, where's where's my music? Where's my music? I'm going where's, to work where's out. Where's my candles? Who do I call right now? Oh, wait, yes. can't call that person because that's not going. They're not going to be helpful, you know. And realizing, oh shit, you stuck because everybody calls you, right? All right, all right. Now you know that's me. okay. Who's your auntie? Who, who's your mama? Who, who who's reads your, the Bible? Who, who's your play mama? Who's, who's, who reads the Bible? Okay, who, who reads the Bible? Who can give you a good word? What's that scripture? Where, where's that devotional that I meant to read earlier? Yep. You know, and, but um, it goes back to all of those yeah. things and I'm so glad that we're having this conversation yeah. we're joking but at the end of the day it all boils down to in order for us to be of service to others we have to take a look at ourselves we have to self-reflect we have to be genuine yes. in essence and understanding that we're all flawed in some way in our goal to be of service to others to be transparent about that and tell ourselves the truth and to tell yourself the truth and when you look in the mirror what is it that you truly see and what is it that you don't like that you need to change yeah. right that could be yourself that could be the individuals that you hang out with mm-hmm. the church you go to mm-hmm. or your the attitude. job that you have uh-huh. or more importantly <laughs> your attitude and your thought process yeah. remember because we're talking about redefining the way we think look feel yes. give socially interact and live right yes if we're not able to be transparent about that or self-reflecting guess what we will never be of service to others because we're not doing ourselves a service or if you right? are in service with others it's only surface level oh been there and so then been there in so a number then, of organizations so, so then it doesn't it doesn't seep in it doesn't it doesn't take root and it's not you know, and, and the word you mentioned, it's not authentic and it's not genuine. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to be and all day long. And it's transactional and it's reciprocal, kind of like the bee and the flower. Mm-hmm. And uh, another friend of mine, she mentioned, she said the glass was half full. She didn't say empty. Mm-hmm. She said half full. Mm-hmm. So we have to be mindful of the terminology and what we use because words also words have power us. and They meaning. have power, right? Yes, they do. And I'm always mindful of that in that authenticity. Authenticity comes from the nurturing of my family, my sisters, my friends. I couldn't have a better life. And even though sometimes it's just like, oh, shut up. (laughs) She knows how I am. But honestly, and that's that vulnerability. And I think that that's the piece that's important because I communicate with my friends. I tell them I love them. I appreciate them. But not everyone's like me, and those are the things that I expect that I think that should happen. Yeah. But no, because your friends show you that in different ways. Right. Because they genuinely care for you, but they have to do it in the way that they know how. Right. But yeah, right? you. But at the, you know, and so you hit on it in regards to like love language. Mm. And so remember, you know, so often we are. Um, exercising our love language to others, and people don't and, have a clue. And, and about we, what the I mean, like, hell you're I mean, don't you hear these words of affirmation I'm giving you? And no, you're like, I don't. You're like, no, I like acts of service. I'm sorry, that's not right. Me. Right, but you know, and so. <laughs> You know, because we're, you know, it's like, I'm, you know, if I'm just constantly giving you my love language and you're like, I don't care about quality time. I don't, you know, I don't need to hug you or, or sit in space with you and have intimate space. Like, right. You know, but, you know, and so, yeah. but I mean, but I think it's necessary to have those types of, you know, But that's conversations. a conversation, that's right? Because you need to know what I need from you in order for you to be a good friend to me or in my Vice life person. at all. Yes. And that, but that's how it should work because... Again, and I say this because there should be no expectation when it comes to nurturing or being of service to others, but understanding that there is a certain degree of reciprocation 
but it can't come from us because it's not about us, right? right? And communicating that. So Mm -hmm. if you're not giving me what I need and I'm feeling some type of way and you don't know my love language, and guess what? We can't be friends because you're not on the same page that I am. But what if we pursued relationships, Mm. friendships, Mm -hmm. the same way that we pursue um, intentional potential relationships with with partners oh, wow. not 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 the exact same way but what if we you know like if we had those types of conversations with our friends within our friend think about like our own friend group like what if we say you know what what's your love language and so then that way we have you know I'll, you know we have this understanding like our, our group of like five or six of us That's... like okay this is their love language and this is how I know I need to be able to relate to them. That's another podcast which I am <laughs> happy to have and it's true because we can talk about this all day but I think that it essentially boils down to that in being transparent because you talk about friendships and relationships and they're one and the same. The only difference is that if I'm not in a relationship with you, the only difference is I don't wake up next to you. Yeah. But you might communicate to me more so than your spouse because then there might be this situation where you don't feel like you can. Right. That love, like there's a disconnect there. So then we can't be of service to one another or the people in our lives that we love without understanding their love language to right. some degree, be it a stranger or someone that you know that you know candidly and intimate with, so to speak. Yeah. But it varies. Yeah. And it's very complex, right? Mm-hmm. But it goes back to that communication. Communication. Right? What was it? Uh, my friend uh, told me it's communication, commitment, compassion, and uh, compromise. And compromise. All right. We're working on all of those things yet again. <laughs> so for you, uh, from me to you, what is your love language? I know what it is. but Oh, you want to know my love language? My love language is quality time mm-hmm, like now <laughs> like now yes i love and it also um physical to, touch yeah and i touch people all the time mm-hmm. but i'm careful about that because she does and that's that's how i am and this is mm-hmm. how we are and our spirits connected in that way even before we oh, met we're a group of mushers that's right and are. the first time that she touched me i felt some type of way and i was just like <laughs> this is not supposed to happen for a number of reasons right <laughs> And being transparent about that. But again, it, that was the best thing that could have happened to me because it re, it redirected or refocused my expectations about the types of people that I wanted to be in my life. Yeah. But it happened organically. It yeah. was meant to be. It wasn't something that I was forced. I wasn't stuck in this circle of group of friends where it was like, oh, yeah, we love you. You're a friend. No, you don't. Because it goes back to that deeply rooted spiritual connection we can have all types of friends but we have to realize that they fit into different categories oh yeah and and serve different purposes and serve different purposes at different times we can be no service to one another or others without accepting that and being transparent about it and that's where i am now in this state of COVID 19 it has forced me and i'm sure most of us to kind of reflect on what that service is and how we can be of service to others but being better individuals firstly correct and regrouping and kind of reassessing some of the priorities in our lives in order for us to go on to serve our purpose Mm -hmm. and to be of greater service to others because it's not about us it's It's certainly not about me but it never has and it never has been but I think but also it's having the ability to fight because I, I think our society, you know, tries to 
convince us that we are individuals mm. versus the fact that we are actually a collective. Totally, um, totally, always and, you know, collective. So, like, in, in my class that, that I had to... Um, I had to facilitate a couple of weeks ago. I talked about the fact that we are, you know, so you have the earth, mm-hmm. but each of us are earth as well. Right. And we are host to a whole, uh, all these other organisms that, that live off of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a reciprocal relationship that we have mm-hmm. with, with all of the, the bacteria and everything else that's with, you know, with all of our organs and everything else. Same way that, you know, like we live off of the earth. Right, right, right. And so, you know, I mean, so there's, there's, um, there's that relationship. And that there's, has a lot to do with astrology and the planets and all of those things, right. which we'll talk about later and understand the importance and beauty of that because mm-hmm. it's that understanding when we talk about the universe and um, purpose and this spiritual connection that we have with one another, whether it be deeply rooted or superficial or surface, right? Mm-hmm. Those all things that intertwine to bring us together. Yes. And to remind us that we're not alone in this universe, in our thought process, no. in our emotions. But we belong to each other. We belong to one another in yes. a spiritual way, in a social way, yes. in a superficial way. All of those things are important for us it's important for us to be transparent about that because if we don't understand that then it goes back to us not being able to be of service to others so candace this has been an amazing conversation and i'm sure that we'll have many many more empathy also for service yeah empathy. and we'll talk about that later as well because i'm (laughs) i'm kind of kind of we're gonna go off into a whole nother tangent because i want to stay focused on the task at hand and just reminding everyone out there that it's important for us to be of service to others whatever that may be find a way to do that and it comes from a genuine place of compassion mm-hmm. and understanding of the individuals and their love language and not expecting things that should happen right. or take place because again it's not about us even though our intentions are good but when those intentions affect our emotions in a negative way mm-hmm. And it might just so happen not to be someone who cares for you or understands your love language. You just ruined a relationship and you probably just interrupted the purpose in which you were brought into that person's life. Right. right? So until next time, check out our next podcast where we'll be addressing the topic of Black Lives Matter and COVID changing the way that we interact with one another. So until next time, I want to thank you, Candice. I absolutely love and adore you. You're an amazing, amazing human being. I want to say that. And um, Thank you for having me. This is fun. Yeah, I enjoy these quality times. I know your love language now. So, I, And I've always known that because I'll call her. We'll hang out all the time. But until next time, continue to be blessed. Continue to take care of one another. And um, when you get a chance, definitely go on to the livingwellwithwill.com platform to check out the podcast and the podcast series that are coming up this fall. They will be both digital and audio. So continue to take care of yourselves, take care of one another, be blessed, be happy always. And thank you for listening to this podcast series at Living Well With Will.